0: Dmitry Samarov, and you know that too. Today I talked to the writer Lindsay Hunter about Florida, uh, her forthcoming book, uh, running a podcast, selling merch, uh, giving up the dream of becoming Claire Danes, and much more. Uh, I know you like our talk at least as much as I did. This is all. Yeah, we've been both been doing the same goofy <laughs> research. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, yeah. What else did I want to ask? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I listened. I listened to your to your show today, and it was fun to hear, hear hear you talk about the new book. But I'm very very disappointed. I thought we agreed that it would be called Greg Two. So I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what book you're talking about, but it, it's not. Called Greg 2 and I'm canceling my pre-order. <laughs> <laughs> I totally get it. Um,
1: I I write Greg 2 in my head all the time. So one day, <laughs> one day it will happen. Uh, no, this is like uh, this is like the furthest thing from Greg.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is not the story of Greg at all. It no. Sound like
1: <laughs> no, not at all. This This is very different. I go back and forth on it like feeling worried about it and feeling oh, yeah. like, yes, I did. I did like a thing that feels like me. Yeah. Um, Which I guess goes hand in hand. Right. Yeah. Like, does anyone ever feel like, yes, you know, like I <coughs> just totally good about,
0: I don't you think know? you're supposed to, I don't think, no. I, th- I think if you do, then you're either dumb or like you're deluding yourself. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, or yeah. or it's time to quit right after that, like when you've done the thing. I, <laughs> I've never had that feeling. I know, you
1: know. Yeah, I um, I have to keep talking myself into like it'll be fine. It's fine. It's yeah. just another step on the road, you know.
0: Is um, it is it set in Florida? I I didn't I I don't remember if you said where it's set, but no, it's not. It's oh. um,
1: it's set. It actually doesn't really have like a vibrant oh. setting. It's oh, okay. um, it's basically set in like suburbia yeah um it's set in the home basically um on this well all
0: suburbia is alike so it's all the same
1: (laughs) (laughs) come to me for your suburbian (laughs) suburbian questions
0: (laughs) that'll be the sequel to this one the suburbians yeah (laughs) (laughs) that could be like the subtitle
1: Yeah, yeah hot springs drive the suburbians
0: yeah well that's when they do them mini series or whatever they call like quote unquote tv these days which is not tv but yeah like the limited series or whatever they call it the 10 hour long movie that should have been an hour and a half (laughs) is how i think of it hey if anyone
1: wants me to do that (laughs) yeah come come at me i'm i'm ready yeah okay (laughs) my agent my agent was like oh just in case i sent it to this this agent this tv agent that i at one point had like, I sent it to him just in case he thinks it would be good for, you know, some kind of Hulu series or something. And I was like, I don't think I'll hear from him.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I mean, they they keep pumping more and more stuff out because they seem to feel desperate to, like, I guess they they don't want any silence or, like, even a second without new programming ever, but... It's the streaming wars. Like, yeah,
1: we have like, we have Disney, we have Paramount, we have Netflix, we have Hulu. We have like all of it. It's crazy. And I feel like it's, it. I it, it feel like even 10 years ago, knowing someone who wrote for TV would be rare. Mm-hmm. And now everyone I know writes for TV. Right. You know, it's like, it's the, all the writers are getting scooped up by Hollywood and the pay is better. So you I'm can't sure. There.
0: No, I mean, I've heard for years that like, you know, if you want to make money writing you should be writing like video games like scenarios for video games you
1: know yeah my um <laughs> amelia gray did that she just oh, yeah. finished a video game project yeah Huh.
0: yeah i mean yeah that's that's not anything that's ever crossed my mind i mean i i watched so my 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 cab book got optioned like immediately when I, yeah but i i read what the guy was writing the filmmaker these kind of you know proto whatever tv show episodes and it just completely baffled me
1: (laughs) was it just very different from your book
0: totally different well I mean because you have to have you know continuing characters and all this shit like story arcs and you know plot (laughs) all the stuff that I never think about or care about (laughs) totally yeah like
1: my friend Dean every once in a while brings up making a movie out of Eat only when you're hungry, I know I've mentioned this before, and he was like, You know, it's going to be very different because uh-huh. it can't just be one character, it has to be like other characters as yes. well. Um, and I never considered that, and in a lot of ways, I don't feel capable of writing for television,
0: yeah. I don't, I bet you, I, just bet feel you could do, I bet you could do it. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know that I could do it, I don't know if I'd want to do it, but uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's a totally, it's like a whole other thing. I mm-hmm. mean, I've only just recently like edged into quote-unquote fiction, but <laughs> I don't know that what I'm writing is actually fiction, but it sort of is. Cause is I it cha- autofiction?
1: <laughs>
0: autofiction is about cars, so I guess... <laughs> I've written about that already. <laughs> Isn't that what autofiction You were the first. <laughs> That's what I always think of when people say autofiction. Yeah. It's about muscle cars and stuff. The Corvette that speaks <laughs> to you. Yeah, it's basically Kit. <laughs> you know, it's all about Night Rider. <laughs> I'm, I'm hey, just gonna yeah. copy Christian Tabordo. I was just like, gonna say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good old Christian. Yeah. Someone he, already did it. Yeah, he, he he jumped on all the weird pop pop culture twisted <laughs> pop culture ideas. No, I don't. <laughs> no. Um no, I had to change names in the last one. I it was the first, last one I published the 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 bar stories yeah i changed a bunch of names because i had to (laughs) because they were real stories yeah of course they were i didn't make anything up that was in that book
1: (laughs) you know that happened to me recently well i guess not so recently but um like the novel i wrote two novels ago Uh i was starting to look at it again and i was like holy shit this is all true Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like I don't want this to be out there
0: <laughs> well i never i still sort of don't understand why anybody would make anything up
2: yeah because well, it,
0: it's it's all like you just like gotta look and listen and it all is happening i don't know maybe maybe people are bored by that but i'm never bored by it
1: neither am i and i love plumbing my memories and other people's memories and but like writers like uh like maurice Meyer. She she's like oh, horrified yeah. at the thought that she would ever write from her
0: life. Right.
1: She's like d- baffled by that
0: idea. But she's like a Victorian novelist or something. Is she? She's like like Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, she <laughs> yeah, she basically. Is. <laughs> she's like a fan, like she's gonna like you could like she probably has to have the right pen or something to write right. <laughs>
1: I've never heard her say that, but she is, like, <laughs> I only definitely... met her once. It's, I'm
0: not throwing shade or anything. It's just a no. very different thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, she's she's kind of indefinable. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Maurice. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm sure she'll be listening. <laughs> her and my three other listeners.
1: <laughs> you got to start small, okay? Oh, well, That's I, how...
0: I, I'm going to – yeah, S- small is not a problem in, in my <laughs> world. It, it, it's all handmade and weird and, like – that shit made like kind of like tinkered around in a garage or like the equivalent, you know, the writing or whatever art equivalent of just fucking around with something in the garage, you know, like, look, look at this new ugly thing I made. <laughs> <laughs> it's It's my new favorite baby. <laughs> I don't have actual babies like you, but I have these.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was looking through your library and it's really cool how like your podcast doesn't adhere to, like the, I don't know, like you have like really short episodes. You just have like, Hey, I thought this was cool. I wanted to read this. Yeah. I love that. It feels like little bite-sized pieces of art or little bit, you know, bite-sized pieces. Well, of yeah, making. because
0: up until like the last few that have been posted and, you know, I changed servers, I changed like everything. Like I changed, just changed the name of it. So now it's called who, you know, Spell, oh. spelled a funny name, but funny way, <laughs> but like spelled phonetically just because I felt like a smartass that day and I just did this. So it used to be called Blather, now it's called Who You Know. I like that. Uh, But yeah, up until like, whatever, a month or two ago, yeah, it was just, a lot of it was just sort of either me practicing reading things I was writing or things I was reading and like reading Russian poems and reading random shit you know, into a microphone just to sort of do it. And it was obviously partly like COVID related because I was just here all the time Mm -hmm. and uh, felt like, you know, like I get sick of talking to the wall. So I talk into microphone, (laughs) microphone sometimes, but now it's a, for a while, at least it's going to be, you know, long interviews.
1: Yeah. I, um, I really miss reading live. Mm. And um, that's kind of, that was kind of like, my impulse when we started i'm a writer but was i just want to read (laughs) i just want to read alex was more pragmatic you know and he doesn't want to read you know like he's yeah he wants to like talk to people and talk about and and do that right because you
0: you guys make everybody read (laughs) yeah 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 and and
1: and you know he went along with me for the first few episodes and then after a while he's like i have nothing to just leave me alone (laughs) right yeah and it became this other thing but that i really missed i really miss reading yeah i mean
0: the, when i met you i think the first time i ever met you was at a reading uh and yeah yeah you you know you're obviously very into that
1: <laughs> yes i am obviously very into that i miss it
0: and it's partly like yeah you've talked about you 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 did some acting or you studied acting for a while yeah and you can see that kind of kind of coming through that it's a performance
2: mm-hmm. there's a
0: few there's actually you're you're in a distinct minority i would say with writers Mm -hmm. most of them kind of like just mutter you know get it over with or whatever that
1: drives me nuts that drives me oh it's terrible it's
0: terrible and I, i once had to like be like you know an opener for scott mcclanahan and that just oh. made me feel tiny like i didn't feel best. like a like whatever like a puddle <laughs> yeah yeah because he's just like he's sweating he's like playing a boombox he's singing you know he's doing yes. all this shit <laughs> he's yeah. like a rock he's like a rock concert up there
1: <laughs> i remember when i met him we did a reading in dc at awp and i didn't know who he was yeah But he came up to me and he was just this like real nice, like real Southern West Virginian dude. And I was like, okay, whatever, you know, like he, I think he had seen me read or he had read my stuff. Mm -hmm. He was like aware of me and he was really nice. So I was like feeling all like, you know, puffed up. And then he got up to read and I was like, oh my God, I'm an idiot. I know. He's just a legend.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's he's going to he's going to do one of these. He's, oh, he, that's awesome. The fucked up thing is so I decided to do this like the interviews and I emailed and texted and like I just went through my contacts and sent like 30 or 40 of them and yeah. every, like almost everybody said yes. Who said is no. like <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not telling you who said no it's not all writers it's actually a lot of musicians a lot of other people like painters like other people like creative types mm-hmm. mostly you know uh mm-hmm. but uh yeah just people i thought i could have a conversation with without you know not in not being pegged to some you know promote you know junket promotional thing like you don't have to sell your thing unless you want to, you know what I mean?
2: Right, yeah.
0: Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's crazy. Either they all wanted to talk to me or they just had things to unburden themselves of, you know, but I, I thought like five people would say yes. and But I've got, I've, I'm have i already, I've got, I'm, like yours will post like at the end of June.
2: Whoa!
0: And I'm posting once a week and that's how many, I've recorded like eight or nine already. Wow. And I've got, yeah, I'm. I've got a bunch more, you know. So I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm probably gonna be set into the fall. Yeah. Posting them once a week.
1: Take a nice uh, little holiday break.
0: Well, I. I want. I want to do a bunch of them and get sort of like semi, just above mediocre at it, and then mm-hmm. see what I want to do with it. You know, like what, yeah. what it's for. Because yeah, I. I still yeah. I'm. I'm never been the best at figuring out like whatever commercial angle or I'm not going to use these horrible words like monetize. No, I know. But, and know, like,
1: I, I suck at it too. And and I almost feel like we've tried a few things like we're um, on the Lit you, Hub network. You've
0: had, yeah, you've had a couple of ads, right? Or no? Yeah.
1: Ever since we started um, becoming part of the Lit Hub network mm-hmm. of podcasts, they'd automatically put ads in. Right. And we're supposed to see revenue from yeah. that. but. We haven't yet. I don't know how exactly how that works. Yeah. Um and then we started selling merch, but it's so it's a different feeling than I expected. Um, what is it what is it like? I feel like we should have done if I could do it over again, I think I think we could have gone out with like one t-shirt. Uh-huh. And instead we were just like, Holy shit, we have these great designs. Zach Dotson designed our stuff. Oh, okay. And we were like, We're gonna offer it in everything, like mug, hoodie, you know. Ringer tea T everything
0: onesie thong <laughs> is there an I a, do believe onesie. there's not a thong
1: there's unfortunately.
0: not unfortunately
1: <laughs> and there's no hats I was expecting there to be oh. hats um but I think if we if I think like right. in the future when we have more time to think about it we yeah. might winnow it down to like one or two special things um mm-hmm. because it does feel weird and like and and the people who like reached out to us for about our merch like they're very much like they want to make money off of us. And so they're yeah. like, here, why don't you start a newsletter? You know, like, yeah, or, hey, yeah. right. you could sell these other designs in your shop that are like writing related. And it's like, I don't want to do any of that. I don't want to bother people. Yeah. Like I want to be as painless as, pos-
0: yeah. as possible. Are they doing all the, fulfill? like, are they doing all the shipping and shit? Or Yeah, it's print to- on oh, demand. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay.
1: So we don't have any inventory, yeah. which is nice. Uh, yeah, They do all of that. Yeah. Um, so that's like the good part of it, but I just like, I don't know, it just feels weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels awesome when people buy it and they yeah. show us that they bought it and they're supporting right. us and stuff. But, uh, but I, I, I like really why we started this was because we like were depressed and we wanted to like right. talk about being people trying to make
0: stuff. Well, I, I hope I hope you keep that spirit of depression all the way as long as you keep going yeah i think <laughs> i think I'm we all, have no choice i'm all, I'm all for promoting depression
1: <laughs> yeah i feel like alex and i could talk about it even more than we have
0: yeah, uh-huh. yeah let, let's keep this bummer going yeah
1: who else <laughs> hands up who's depressed
0: yeah uh-huh.
2: yeah
0: <laughs> i had that feeling so saturday i was i went i biked to logan square and it was you know it was that was that was like the 80 degree day so everybody's out in their fucking summer gear Mm -hmm. it was like oh no this is the first day of the four months in chicago i hate (laughs) everybody loves this but i hate it i hate it
1: well i like being (laughs) trapped in my home like getting my kids outside is like yeah i mean it's like a need it's necessary right and and my dog and and me and um I didn't know this about myself till I moved to Chicago but I grew up in Florida and and I hated the heat. Cause yeah. It's always hot. I hated yeah. the idea of shorts. Yeah. And like people's feet. I
0: just hated <laughs> it,
1: you know? It just felt like such a cop out, like so nerdy. So you didn't like,
0: walk anywhere in those what they what they 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 call them slaps there.
1: Oh, the slides like the house shoes. The
0: slaps, you know, the the Flip flops. Oh, my flip-flops. my ex's family from Florida—they all, all call them slaps. Oh, you know, we called they, them because that's that sound they make, you know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we called them thongs.
0: Oh, re- oh, okay, yeah. Which is right because they have the yeah. Yeah,
1: I guess it makes sense. But anyway, um, <laughs> but then I moved to Chicago and I realized, like, oh my god, like when the sun is taken from you, <laughs> and after you've been used to it your whole life, yeah. So I like come alive yes. in the heat um and the sun and being able to like go outside I'm I feel like I'm a better parent mm. being able to take my kids to playgrounds and nature places and well um yeah so
0: I'm a be- better parent of me when it's cold out I think <laughs> and that's I how I go out would be all too. the time but <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah I know cuz like you can go home and like burrow in and like you know yeah. do whatever you want but I I don't have that option <laughs> 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 I have to get snacks and water and play UNO and yeah. read. And, um, but yeah, that's, it's, it's a surprising thing that happened to me when I moved here.
0: <laughs> yeah, It's a, it's a learning process. So w- when you were a kid in Florida, did you like, was your like childhood dream to be a writer?
1: I always wrote, uh, and I'm trying, I've, I've been thinking about this recently and I'm trying to remember why I wrote, um, I do remember this one time, like two things come to mind. One, in fourth grade, there was a writing contest and if you won it, you got to meet Robert Newton Peck, who was coming to our school. And um, I just thought to myself, like, ah, people love when you like describe how things like smell and shit Mm. and like, you know, (laughs) like what, like the sun, like the colors and stuff. So I was like, I can do that. And I wrote this story about this kid named Omeo. Uh-huh. like trying to save his grandfather or something like that's all I can really remember there might have been a snow monster <laughs> but I just really like, really focused on sensory details mm-hmm. um, and I won the contest and I got to meet him and I was like oh maybe I'm maybe I'm good at this yeah um, and so I would like ever since then I would like write and I um, really enjoyed it and it was a way like in a home where like my sister was very uh, like she was a fucking asshole about certain things i mean like she was my best friend um is but
0: sister older or?
1: she's older yeah. Okay, yeah um she like i couldn't i couldn't live without her having a comment on everything uh. i did or said or looked like so i like could <laughs> retreat into my writing yeah. and talk you know like explore things there and then another thing that comes to mind is my at some point this seems so weird to me now but my parents said and I'm sure they had great intentions here. Um, they said we're going to have a writing contest, and you each are going to write a story. Oh, and you're whoever... competing against her. He, competing against me, my brother and sister. Oh. Okay. And and they were my parents were the judges, uh-huh. which is very strange. And they said whoever we think wins gets to pick where we go to breakfast this weekend because um, we used to go to breakfast every Sunday. Um, and it was no real contest because everyone was going to pick Dan's family restaurant, which is where we always went.
0: Uh, okay.
1: But I won the contest. Yeah. Um, and Were you the so, youngest or? No, I'm the middle. middle. I'm the middle. Oh, middle. Okay. Yeah. But it seems so weird. I would never do that to my kids because I feel like, you know, it's... You get to
0: pick breakfast and also this is proof that we love you best.
1: Yeah, you're the best writer, you know? <laughs> and like,
0: you're the best... Child, yeah,
1: yeah, and <laughs> so, then, the so then I just I always wrote, I was always writing stories, always writing poetry. I had a zine in high school, mm. um, which was like very important to me. I was like in the punk rock scene, man, and yeah, like booking shows, man. And um, and then I was writing all through like being in theater at Florida State and mm. writing all through studying at Lee Strasberg in New York, mm. um, and when I when that kind of fell apart, when I realized I didn't, like, want to live that kind of life, I didn't mm-hmm. want to s- just like, die in New York every day hoping someone would give me a callback. Um,
0: that you were not going to become the next uh, Shelly Winters or the next she- whoever. For me, it was like, going like to be Writers Claire Danes. To- Claire, Dane, Claire okay, Danes, okay. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's what oh. I, that was my dream. That- um I I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to see if writing is the thing, if it really is the thing, like this thing that I had been like taking for granted. Mm. Um, I once read, uh, there's this book called Digressions on Some Poems by Frank O'Hara, which mm. was um, written by his lover. Oh, okay. And he talked about how Frank O'Hara seemed to take writing for granted, like he just yeah. It wasn't like something he like slid his wrists over. He would just do it. He would do it on his lunch break, you know, obviously. Yeah. And um, or whenever he got around to it. And and it used to piss people off and piss the lover off. And then he realized it was such a part of Frank O'Hara that it was like how you take your arm for granted. Yeah. And so not that I'm Frank O'Hara, but um, I wonder that about myself sometimes in those years when I was being told that I was a good writer and that I should try to mm. be a writer and how I would just be like, fuck you, I'm going to be an actress. Um, but I would still write. I would write all the time. and um...
0: So like trying to be an actress was like a rebellion against your true fate kind of thing? Or, <laughs>
1: Well, I was talking about this recently and and I was thinking about it a lot because I read this book about the method, which is what I studied at Lee mm-hmm. Strasberg. And um, I was trying to think like, what was it other than like the, the immature impulse of like, well, I want to be famous, you know, yeah. which was obviously part of it. But I think it was a way of um like, of like, feeling things in a in a purposeful way like I um
0: huh wait that's weird so you thought like acting would like make you feel things
1: it would allow me to feel things that I didn't feel allowed to feel oh
0: because you were pretending to be somebody else then you could feel them
1: yeah yeah I really think that's what it was I, I I desperately wanted to be able to like have emotions and Mm. I didn't feel like I could. I was like anorexic in high school. I was Mm. a mess. Um, Like I can remember, like I would drink uh, carnation instant breakfast in the morning Mm. and that's all I would eat.
2: Mm. And and
1: then I would have it in the morning the next day and that's all I would eat. And I I think I was just like, there was a lot that I was trying to process. Yeah. And I just thought, okay, that's a safe place for me to go have these emotions.
0: Oh, Um, that's so weird. Yeah. Cause, cause, well, because I always think of actors as these weird, like the psychology of actors kind of creeps me out because they are these <laughs> empty vessels that take on other beings. And then, mm-hmm. but what's the question is, is there actually anything in there
2: mm-hmm. when they're not
0: filled by somebody else,
2: mm-hmm. you know, and
0: so with some of them, I think there isn't and, oh, or, definitely. and they get real confused, but it's weird. It's so interesting that you were, you were pursuing that to feel feelings that you didn't you weren't allowing yourself or you didn't think you could do as yourself.
2: Yeah. Huh. Yeah.
1: It was like this. And and so I think that's why it kind of fell apart for me when mm-hmm. I was actually trying to do the work. I think I could do the work. And I, um, like I remember one of my toughest teachers at Strasburg,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like at first I could tell she, she wasn't buying it from me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I, by the end she was asking me if I wanted to stay and be her assistant because she thought I was, like so good, and she yeah. thought I had real um, potential, and I and I turned her down, and I went back home to Florida. And um, I think it's because I was realizing I wasn't in it for the right. I wasn't in it for the right reasons, as they yeah. say, huh. um, and that I wanted to see where writing could take me. Um,
0: so, how long were you in New York for? You know?
1: It was only. I was there from like August through December. So oh it was
0: like, wow! Me too. Really? Well, That's how I went, long you stayed? Yeah, because I went to my first semester of art school at Parsons, and I yeah. hated it. Uh, mm-hmm. I was trying. I, I wanted to get into Cooper Union, and I didn't get in.
2: Mm. And
0: I found out later they hardly ever took anybody from outside of New York State because it was a free ride,
2: mm. and they
0: were heavily slanted, you know, towards New York residents. But I was all had my heart set on New York, so I went to Parsons, and I hated it. And yeah, I, I knew within a month that I had to leave, and that's how yeah. I ended up in Chicago because they let me transfer in the middle of freshman year. Wow. Yeah. Huh. It was like
1: it yeah. was like a magical because I
0: what year? Like, or... It was
1: uh, it was the fall of two two thousand. Right. Yeah.
0: Mine yeah. was eighty nine, but
1: okay. <laughs> like the first day of of class, mm-hmm. I met someone um, who was like hey you know like i can get you a job at the met mm. and she yeah. got me a job at the met and i got to work at the metropolitan museum of art i got to walk through mm-hmm. these back hallways where they had art like yeah. stowed right i got to like see it all it was magical it was like it was yeah. as magical as that time could have been i also had like a i had a broken heart from this idiot mm. so i was like that and you was were where you
0: were like 18 or 19 or were you i was oh, 20. Oh, oh you were 20 okay yeah
1: yeah um so that was kind of getting in the way. But I, I I just like it was it was as great as it could have been and as informative as it could have been. And then I would just was ready to go back and, and try something else. Um, and and like I went back and I got a job um, within a month or two of being back in Orlando at Barnes and Noble, mm. where I met this guy named Ben, who's now my husband.
2: Oh,
0: wow. So Jesus it was Christ. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I, mean, I knew you guys had been together a long time, but wow. Yeah. I didn't know you met in Florida.
1: Yeah. That's we met at that bookstore. I thought he was super weird and angry, and he thought I was like um, vacuous.
2: <laughs> oh, you, oh, really? <laughs> and
1: then, um, then we became really good friends. And then, like a year or two later, started dating.
2: Uh-huh.
0: So, so why? so you you moved to Chicago together then yes yep. and and how 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 much long later was that?
1: We moved to Chicago in o five, so three years into our relationship
0: and why why did you move here?
1: I got into um the Art Institute of Chicago for their master's in writing program, oh,
0: okay, yeah, all right were you there at the same time as Tim? Kinsella, he went, or was or was he before or after he I'm was really after ba- me. okay I'm really yeah. bad with years I know he went back to school like you know later in life but uh.
1: yeah I um I remember the first time I realized when Zach was talking about his friend Tim he was talking about Tim Kinsella and freaking mm-hmm. out because I loved all his bands and music oh you knew and, his bands oh yeah Yes.
0: You, so you knew like even like Captain Jazz and Joan yes. of Arc? And, oh, okay. Huge
1: fan. I actually saw Joan of Arc um, when I lived in Orlando. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, I, I've, I think I've seen, I've seen Captain Jazz. I've seen Joan of Arc. I've seen um, Owls and I've seen, what's the other one that he was in? Because my husband's brother was in a band that opened for them mm. in Chicago. Anyway, yeah. So I, I remember being like, oh my God, you're talking about Tim Kinsella? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's Is he f- going to come on your podcast? Yeah,
0: he will. Awesome. Uh, yeah, he's wait. He's uh, have you have you heard like the the new thing he's doing with his wife? Uh, it, it used to be folk? called. It, it's not called Good Fuck anymore. <laughs> it's now just called Tim Kinsella and Jenny Pulse. But it's okay. just, it's the two of them, and they're doing. Yeah. they I guess they're. Yeah, they're going to have a record out. So he's kind of hoping to time it with that. Although awesome. I told him that. Uh, you know it's not gonna post like right when we record and it's not like a one of these fucking promotional things, you know, like it's not back to any event or thing, you know <laughs> but whatever <laughs> like now me and, yeah me and me, me and Tim are pretty good friends, I would say. He's great. Uh, yeah, he's... He, he's super creative and he's always pushing himself to do another thing and it's really like this this Tim and Jenny thing like after good fuck it's it really surprised me. I've seen them a couple of times playing and like he all of a sudden i think he wants people to like his music now oh a,
1: don't let him hear you say that he, he's not
0: he's not going to hear this <laughs> <laughs> i know well he's he's well it will last a year or two and then it'll pivot to something like super abrasive and like piss people off because that's his thing but <laughs>
1: i have this friend uh <laughs> matt who's in a band called piss jeans
0: oh yeah Um, i know that band that's yeah that's a cool band
1: you know i have a song with them oh really yeah it's called um it's called i'm a man it's on their last album
0: oh sweet i haven't kept kept up but i I remember listening to an album to and being super impressed with that band they're amazing
1: (laughs) i i talked about them in some interview uh right around when ugly girls came out because i was Mm. saying how i like listening to them helped me get in the headspace of writing baby girl and um he reached out to me he saw that interview and then we just like struck up this friendship. And then eventually he was like, do you have anything that we could include? Nice. Give me like lyrics we could include. And, and I sent him a bunch of stuff and he's like, can you do this one? Mm. Um, but he said, in <laughs> some interview they asked like, what kind of sound Piss Jeans is going for? And he said, we want it to sound like a toilet flushing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, they're like a, are they an East Coast band? Or? They're Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah. All right. And
1: the thing about them is like they're, their records are one thing, but if you see them live, it makes so much more sense. I don't yeah. know what it is. And their shows are so fun. Yeah. And so, like, every, all their... Um,
0: yeah, I've never seen them.
1: Oh, next time they come to Chicago, yeah. you got to go there. Yeah. It's, like, the funnest
0: show. Yeah.
1: Um, and Matt is super dynamic and incredible. and But, yeah, they want to sound like a toilet flushing.
0: So that's cool so so ben moved here with you just because you got into school or did he have some yeah plans chicago plans or did it not no no so
1: or... yeah this this was like a big thing in, in our life. so uh, so yeah. like a year before i had gotten an uh i had gotten the the my, my best friend was working for entertainment weekly and okay. she was moving to go work at um some other magazine mm-hmm. and she was like uh, my boss really likes your blog and i think i can get you this job
2: mm.
1: and so i was like telling i was living with ben at the point and i was like i gotta go
2: yeah
1: <laughs> like I, I gotta go right for entertainment weekly and it like freaked him out
2: yeah
1: um and it wasn't like a 100 percent sure thing Sure. so i ended up not taking that possible i was gonna like fly to new york to do the interview
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then um decided not to do it <clears throat> and then my other friend ended up getting that job um but so but we knew that, like, there was going to be another step in my life. Like, I had graduated college. I was taking some night classes at UCF in fiction and poetry. I applied to eight grad schools as a poet because mm. I thought that's what I was. My yeah. main mentor at UCF was a poet, Terry Thaxton, who's an mm. amazing poet. Um, and they re- all rejected me. And I was like, what the fuck? What am I going to do? You know, like. What am I going to do? And then you, uh, the Art Institute sent a postcard when that was like, hey, come check us out.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
1: their thing was they didn't make you say if you were a poet or a fiction writer or a memoirist yeah. or whatever. And they also didn't look at GRE, GRE scores, which I don't think I did very well on. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure it was mediocre. I never test well. Yeah. Um, and I went and I was like, okay, this place seems cool and applied and they accepted me. Um, yeah. And so we were like, well, we have to move to Chicago <laughs> and we did. <laughs> and and Ben was a teacher at that point. He was teaching seventh grade geography and just thought, well, you know, I'll just get a job teaching in Chicago. Yeah. And it was so competitive and hard and he ended up not getting one. Huh. And his dad had gotten us a job with the Cook County treasurer and we both <laughs> worked there and she said, well, why don't you go to law school and you can still work here and I'll make sure that, you know, we support you yeah. like with your schedule and stuff. And he had always said he was going to go to law school at some point. So he's like, all right, why not now? Mm-hmm. And he did. Well, she ended up not really supporting him with the schedule.
2: <laughs> it was like <laughs>
1: he worked all day and then he would go to school until 10 o'clock and then he'd have to study and then he'd have to wake up and go to work all day and then go to school. So it was real, real shitty. Yeah. Um. But eventually he graduated. He's a lawyer. Um. And now anytime we talk about like, hey, you know, maybe we shouldn't live somewhere where the weather is so fucked up. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but I'm never moving anywhere where I don't already have a job ever again, right? Because um, that scarred him so badly. Um, but yeah, so we we moved here together we, with our dog, <laughs> and the only neighborhood we knew was Wrigleyville. We got an apartment in Wrigleyville. Wow. And uh, yeah, now we've lived uh, in. We bought a house eleven years ago. We've lived there, lived in Old Irving Park here in yeah. Chicago ever since
0: and when did uh when did the the story series the story- quickies yeah when did quickies start the quickies uh
1: okay after we graduated um what year did of- you
0: graduate yeah what year did you graduate
1: i was done in 07 but my okay. graduation ceremony was in 08 okay. um and my co-host mary hamilton um and i kept in touch and mm-hmm. like you know I didn't want to be one of those people who went to grad school for writing and then got out of grad school and stopped writing because I knew I had that in me. I knew I had it in me just to be like, eh, whatever, (laughs) you know, but I didn't want to be that person. I wanted to keep trying. Um, And I was working at an e-learning company and it was really long hours. It was crazy deadlines. And I was working on a script at like two in the morning in a hotel and I had food poisoning. <laughs> and I was like, I can't, this can't be it. Yeah. Like I'm twenty-eight. I think I was maybe twenty-seven, almost twenty eight. Oh,
0: a, a script for for work. This for, is for, for e-learning, yeah, for, oh, okay. for work. Oh, oh,
1: and I um I was like, this can't be the end. Like mm-hmm. I can't, I can't, this can't be like credits rolling on mm-hmm. me, like trying not to shit my pants writing this yeah. script. About corporate culture, um, and so I emailed Mary at like two in the morning, yeah. and I was like, "Mary, we gotta, we gotta do this reading series. We've been kicking around this idea, where because we'd gone to so many readings where, like you said, like there'd just be writers like mumbling, yeah. or like reading for like twenty five minutes.
0: Yeah, it's either mumbling or it's way too long yeah yeah and, yeah, the, and everyone just like usual.
1: shifting and trying not yeah, to make and too it's much miserable noise.
0: No, the audience doesn't like it the reader doesn't like it nobody likes it nobody likes They're it just waiting the writer to go doesn't and, like it and drink and get yes, it over with yeah.
1: yes and it's like you know you should be having fun when you're reading yourself yeah. you know like right so i was like we have to let's do this thing we've been talking about where we wanted to force people to read for five minutes and yeah. if they went over even by a second they got we blew the whistle and they had to leave yeah. the stage um and so we did, and we just there was this bar that we had gone to a bunch, and we asked them if we could do it there. They had a little tiny stage, yeah. and they were open to it and and we just started quickies and um I think people didn't believe us that we were going to do the it in
0: inner town or inner town, yeah yep. yeah, right
1: yeah um and then eventually, like a year or two in we we changed it to four minutes because people were being too successful,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and then, and then, yeah, she moved to L.A. and um, it was time for me to start having babies. And so that was it. That was it for
0: Quickies. Did your first book already come out at that point or no?
1: My first book was a product of Quickies. Oh, yeah. Um, that's uh, where I met Zach and Jonathan who ran Featherproof at the time.
0: Which is Daddy's. Is your Daddy's first book, is my yeah. first book,
1: yeah. yeah. And they approached me and I just brushed it off as them being like nice. Mm. And then they kept approaching me and finally I was like, okay. Oh, Okay, let's do That's it. That's the
0: best when they actually ask you. I had that with my first book and it's yes. never happened again. It's, no, the best. you know, like to be asked. Yeah, it's Yes. It's the best. Yeah.
1: It was it was a dream come true. It was like literally something I was dreaming of happening Is I was like really trying to impress them.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um
1: so yeah, it was it changed my life. Yeah. Um, and I'm so proud of that book. So
0: So but but the, the 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 reading series was still going when the book came out, or was it? Uh, let me or think. did it end about the same time it came out?
1: Uh when did she move? I think I think the reading series kept going a little bit longer. Yeah, because the book came out in twenty ten, and I think we kept yeah. going into twenty eleven.
0: Okay, and you were, you, but you didn't consider just keep it going without her, or
1: that got a little dicey. Oh, I thought we had had a conversation because she was like, "I'm moving to LA." and oh, i was and she like she said
0: she was taking it with her or something no or, no, no no
1: she was like i'm no. moving to la it's just something i want to do yeah. and i was like okay well are you going to be okay if i do some cookies without you and yeah. and i thought we had agreed that it would be fine yeah. but then i booked a cookies and she was not fine uh-huh. um so it kind of killed it yeah and then we had a, like two random ones after that yeah um but now she lives in minnesota hmm. and i have three kids so sure. <laughs>
0: no more quickies
1: um, one day one day i like I, alex and i talk about doing i'm a writer but live sure um, which would That be seems awesome. to
0: inevitably happen with any any uh, podcast that has any kind of success eventually like there's a live show of some Gotta kind got to do a live
1: show man yeah and you know like that's i've always been i've just always been like in these places where i'm like i got i have to do something I'm tired of waiting for people to say, yes, it's okay for you to make this thing. Yeah, You know, like the gatekeepers in in my life, like publishers and et cetera. And and I've just gotten to the point where I've been like, I have to make something that's like mine. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like quickies was that, you know, um, like when I'm writing or working on projects by myself, you know. um, And I'm a writer, but was is another example of that where it's just like I have to do something that's like that I have the say in.
0: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. You know, I, you do it too. It's it's all I do. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You
1: self-publish, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I fin- I more or less finished a book actually. Like Christians, like one of my like readers now, mm. uh, and I'm kind of waiting for. He's the only. I, and I sent it to a couple other people, but I'm at this crossroads where I kind of don't want to do the books the same way. Like, I've already mastered this process, and it would be boring.
1: So what do do you want to do that's new?
0: Well, I I want somebody else to publish it. (laughs) That's what I want. yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Like, I've sort of solved the problem of, like, I know how to self-publish. Like, I I can do all that and make a nice thing, but I don't want another 20 boxes of books in my house,
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: I'm not going back to social media Mm-hmm. So, I can't promote it the way things are promoted now, you know mm-hmm. uh, so i I'm sort of like tentatively dipping my toe into like trying to get somebody else to do it.
1: Who's your dream press?
0: Dream press, man, I don't even know okay. uh maybe maybe like two dollar radio, somebody like oh, that, you know, like they're they, the best well, because they make nice things like they care about. How things look, and that's important to me, you know. Yes. Yeah, like two dollar radio or some like. Like, do you know? Uh, do you know J C Gable? Do you know him? No, I don't think like, so. He used to run a magazine. He used to live in Chicago and he had this uh, magazine called Stop Smiling.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, he's got. Yes, he, I know so exactly he, who you're talking about. He moved to L A. and he started this press called Hat and Beard Press, and they make really nice like art books mostly. Yeah but I'm friends with him and I sent it to him and like he almost published one of those self-published books
2: oh, and, and wow. then like
0: I got very close and then like it just what poof like the way it does in publishing so often you know yeah for mysterious reasons so I'm sort of dipping my toe into gingerly into that but like already dreading it because I don't like giving up control and I don't like these like mysterious periods of waiting
2: mm-hmm. like there's no
0: fucking reason Mm -hmm. at this point uh i i I did one of the i recorded one of these with sam pink and he's now he he re-released all his back catalog from all the indie presses he was on and he just sells it you know he he does he does more or less like you know like print on demand but uh you know he got he got sick of like just waiting like why why do we have to wait two years you know like this this thing is done and i want it out now you know, that's like, the thing that's yeah. the
1: thing I know I almost <laughs> felt like when I announced my latest book yeah. everyone was like November 2023 yeah. and it almost feels like like Ling Ma just announced her new collection which comes out this year yeah. but she announced it like with the cover you yeah. know it feels like better that way right like that makes yeah. more sense but it, yeah it's like the waiting is like even you saying this is coming out in June I'll be like four different people by then
0: I know I know <laughs> for 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 sure uh but yeah i guess i mean there's so many ways to calculate like it's it's all down to and as you know the longer you go you you get more and more familiar with what you need or want out of a project you know Mm -hmm. yeah and i just uh i mean it it's not really a money-making endeavor publishing books not for me or for me (laughs) Uh, it's, it's the, uh, the ratio of efforts to return, you know, like, because I know what it takes to put out one of my books. It's, it's a fuckload of work and it's so, it's such an inefficient way to make any kind of money, you know, Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. and they all
0: like, I think they've almost all broken even at least my books, which is kind of crazy.
1: That is amazing.
0: And some of them make, like that bar book has made some money actually, which is (gasps) insane. That's amazing. Uh on you know, like with with no Twitter, no publicist, nothing, just word of mouth and, and me haranguing like five bookstores to stock it, you know? Yes. I'm not on Ingram. I'm, not, I'm like invisible. You know, like it's wow. It's such a Kafka kind of thing of like just banging on the door. You know, yep. <laughs> like Yep. Like it's that's like like that process was when I found out that, you know, bookshop is just Ingram, you know, it's not it's not indie anything,
2: mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. because they,
0: because I want, it was like, can I have a storefront? And like, they found out I'm not an Ingram, like, nope. And, wow. And I'm damned because like, SBD won't take me because I only publish my own books and they have a policy against that.
1: They do? Yeah. Why?
0: They won't publish somebody who publishes just their own books. Wow. I mean, SBD seems to be in a lot of trouble anyways on various fronts, but They have some kind of inner turmoil going on. But uh, yeah, so I'm kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't. So I basically make like fancy art prints with some words in them, you know? Oh, man. So I don't want to do that kind of anymore, you know what I mean? I don't know if I want to do that again because I can do, I can paint one pet portrait in a few hours and it's the equivalent of selling like 20 books, you know, like, wow for like uh you know like one percent of the effort yeah <laughs> in, in yeah time, in time so it's super inefficient like i've talked to with tim with kinsella about this and he's real down on book publishing for similar reasons you know mm-hmm. because of all the time and effort it takes
2: mm-hmm. and they're
0: like what do you get
2: <laughs> like
0: <laughs> so i can i mean worst you look sooner or later i'm going to put these books out one way way or another you know mm-hmm. yeah but uh it's just a question of yeah
1: i've been thinking about that a lot because i have a collection but like it feels like you're just shouting into the void like i have a story collection Mm -hmm. you know
0: like even telling my agent or whatever yeah oh they don't want to try to sell
1: well he's you know he's like been like it's great i like it but then that's it you know and it's kind of just like well yeah i get it like it's a story collection but i want to put it out there you know and so it's just like why don't i should just like Post it as a PDF, (laughs) you know, like I'm just.
0: Do you know that, you know, that writer, Bruce Wagner, Mm. he's a, he he had a couple of books that did really, he's like older, but there's some made, there's a movie made of one. David Cronenberg made a movie of one of his things, but his last book, I guess the agent or his publisher said was controversial. So he just put it in the public domain. You can just download it off <gasps> his website. Whoa. It's not even like you can make it into a PDF, but he just says, fuck fuck all of you. I'm putting this out.
2: Wow. It, and it,
0: it's it's called the Marvel Universe. I haven't read it yet, but I got it. I'm going to read it.
1: <laughs> I wanna know what's so controversial about it.
0: Uh I heard an interview with him and he has a character in there who's fat and says calls herself fat. Oh and they okay. they didn't like that. Okay. Yeah. But his books are fucking filthy. I, I, don't know oh. how, I, I don't know how a lot of them got published, but he's got this. Yeah, the one that I read that was kind of amazing, but completely all kinds of wrong is called Dead Stars. And it's like a it's a kind of a farce on like Hollywood and like this empty fame world, you know, mm-hmm. and there's some dirty, dirty shit that happens in that book. And I don't I mean, even know how, how that was, I don't know how that even got published. <laughs> was it the 90s? I don't think it was that 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 far back, but like, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so um, yeah, there's there's ways you can do it. You can put stuff out there. so I guess yeah, with that that one, the the Marvel Universe book, I guess some bookstore and some on, you can just he let people just make little runoff copies, and like people actually printed them and made them into paperbacks whoa and it was pu- like he just made a public domain so anybody can do it
1: that's awesome yeah
0: <laughs> uh so that that's that's one route <laughs> yeah i mean it's never been easier to put stuff out there it's just a question of will the any of it you know rise above the 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 noise you know
1: yeah i mean <sighs>
0: <sighs> i mean there's just no guarantee with any of them like even like yeah you're like your new book will be out on a big press, you know, you know, connected to a very famous writer, which is amazing, but who the fuck knows? I mean, no, I hope I, I hope it sells a million copies, but there's no guarantee. I've I've heard I, some nightmare stories from people on the majors.
2: I <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't hold out <laughs> yeah. hope for that anymore. I think I did. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, definitely eat only when you're hungry, I felt like was a big step for me. Yeah. And it's still not earned out. It's advance. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like, I don't, I don't even try,
0: to right. <laughs> but it's that, just
1: like exciting to make something.
0: That's a world I'd, I've never been part of the part where you get an advance big enough that you don't earn out, you know, mm-hmm, only advance mm-hmm. I ever got was from university of Chicago. And it was tiny, you know, mm-hmm,
2: cause mm-hmm. that's
0: not their thing. You know, it's the, and it, it, you know, it more than earned out, but, uh,
1: I think that's the way to go is like take the smaller, you know, like.
0: I guess. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's different aspects. And then, but that, and that book, you know, did okay for University Press, but I couldn't even get an agent off of it. You know, like I still have never had an agent. Wow. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. That that was the, yeah, the aftermath of that first book was a lot of sobering lessons, you know? <laughs> yeah. I
1: mean, I think that happens to everyone is like, oh yeah okay (laughs) you know like i need to do some thinking here
0: yeah but uh, you know i mean bottom line is there you know we have this need to communicate in these weird very elaborate ways and we're going to do continue to do this whether anybody wants it or not right yep (laughs) that's right that's the game
1: (laughs) that's exactly right look at us we should be proud of that
0: oh yeah super filled with pride (laughs) No, no, back to depression. You know,
1: at least it's not acting, I guess I would say.
0: I know. Well, that that's the other thing about acting is they seem to have such shit, such extreme highs and lows. Yeah. And all they do is get rejected. You know, most, you know, like they're every day in between their projects is that people saying no to them all the time, you know? Yep.
2: Yep.
0: And, and saying they're like, now it's not that your work is wrong. It's you, like you're that your vessel which is your body is not fit for our thing yep that's got to be fucked i i don't know that i'd want to ever do that <laughs> you know? so i think you made the right choice with the with the writing. Thank you. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I agree.
1: I agree. <laughs> I think the choice in some ways was made for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, maybe, you know, maybe they knew something you didn't yet. <laughs> whoever, whoever it was that made this choice for you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
1: oh, I owe someone a thank you card. <laughs>
0: Thanks, whatever, Lee Strasberg. Or yeah. The ghost of Lee Strasberg <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for rejecting me. Oh. <laughs> for for freeing me from Yeah. Trying to become Claire Danes.
1: Yep. No one can be her. That's what I learned.
0: Yeah. So what was it like watching like my so-called life and you were like, I want to be that? Or <laughs> like
1: everything she did, because she did some movies back then. Yeah. In Little women. She was um God, what was this movie she was in with Gabriel Byrne? Oh, I can't remember. No, I just she was like mesmer. I had never seen someone who looked like her, like normal, you know.
0: Like, oh, okay. and
1: she's so good at crying. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> you were like, I, 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 I do that. <laughs> like,
1: I want to cry like
0: that. You want to learn to cry like crazy yes. like Claire Danes?
1: <laughs> show me, show me. Yeah. So, and she went and she studied at Lee Strasberg. So I was like, that's right, oh, though. that's how you that's yes. why you
2: went there. Yes.
1: Huh. Yeah. And I was also, um, I went through a phase in my youth where I really loved um, uh, Marilyn Monroe and James Dean, and they also studied the method. So right. I was like, this is meant to be, Um. anyway.
0: Well, yeah, those are, you know, you may as well aim for the top, right? That's right.
2: That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you're working on other stuff, like when when your children aren't, getting COVID and interrupting your story ideas? Right. Um, (laughs) mm
1: -hmm -hmm. I do, I have a bunch of things on the back burner that I can't wait to to get back to. It's been a while. Um, It's been like a busy, weird year so far. Yeah. I wasn't, like I used to have time and now I have, I really have no time. Yeah. Um, So that's been hard, but I'm finishing a story collection. And I've got an idea for a TV show that I want to just like try. Um, And I started writing another novel and all of those things are just like circling around my head. Um, One day, one day when I have the time, I can pick them up again.
0: It's good to have a lot of stuff going in various states of completion, because if you get stuck on one, you just switch to the other. That's what I do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I generally work on one thing at once, but... Like with the schedule that I have now, being able to just be like tinker tinker, and then tinker tinker, you know. So, so we'll yeah,
0: yeah. Because you have two kids go off to school, or
1: yeah, my boys go to school. My daughter's supposed to go three mornings a week. Oh wow! So like three hours, and then uh, two hours on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But she hasn't had like a full week where she's done that in months um it is insane so in the fall they're all supposed to go to school full-time like she'll be in pre-k four. oh wow allegedly i'll have some more time but i'm just not trusting that because <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's been you know everyone has been experiencing this past two years yeah. where it's like oh, okay <laughs> let me just adapt to this thing now
0: and you think you'll you'll keep the you envision keeping the podcast going for a while
1: we are booked through the end of the year oh nice um and then we've even got some booked for next year but we are planning on slowing down we're planning on going to every other week next oh, year you? oh okay. yeah yeah um because it's, it's it's a lot i mean i'm reading like a book a week for it and
0: right yeah because you guys are pe- pegging each one to a new book
1: which 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 is different than how we started because I think how we started we just wanted to be like hey you wrote a book that's cool let's talk about your life yeah and now we've made a point of like reading the book which does help us talk to them yeah. about stuff but oh, okay it also makes it harder
0: but yeah you you still you still enjoy it though I the, the,
1: I do, the, I do the, enjoy it it's yeah. a lot of work because I'm the one who edits it right <clears throat> so like any free time that I have like goes toward editing and posting and getting it ready and stuff yeah. um but i will look forward to having more time
0: yeah i don't think i i'm not a fast enough reader to even attempt a thing like that uh
1: i've already read 30 books this year
0: oh crazy which
1: wow. is shocking
0: I yeah i read you know i read for myself and then i read sometimes i review books so those are the two things kinds of things i read but i'm just i'm not nearly fast enough a reader and I also can't. Uh, I'm not gonna lie about that stuff, you know. Right. Yep. So I, I I quit on books. I've like I sometimes frustrate like you know I write for the reader a lot and I I have once in a while I'll start a book and or a movie or something and I just tell them look you're not gonna want to publish what I'm gonna write about this you know mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not and you you just learn like I'm not a I'm not at all against going negative, but like there's like venues and like, if you're reviewing like an indie press book, that's really punching down and there's no fucking, it's not good. You know, like there's no, yeah. there's no good reason to do it. You know, if Steven, you know, if I got a Stephen King book or something and thought it was shitty, that'd be different, you know? Cause it doesn't matter. He's yeah, fine. And he yep. doesn't care. Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> and he's on, you know, he's on the biggest stage so he can be criticized and he can take it. But yeah, some little indie press and like you know somebody's first book or something. Like why why you know why shit on that? You know? yep. <laughs> it's not worth it. Yep. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I could never, I could never do that for a, for this thing. I don't think. And yeah, like my idea, I mean, it's still evolving. It's just having just having me on during conversations. They've they've kind of already gone. Each one's different, you know, it's whatever is on people's minds. You know, I don't, I don't have a set of questions or anything like ever, you know? Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You just want to go with the conversation.
0: Yeah. So sometimes it's about work. Sometimes it's just about whatever is bugging either me or them, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that day. uh, And that's, I, I sort of trust like that it can go in interesting directions. And so far it has. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, it's fun. Uh, yeah, when it's not no longer fun, I'll, I'll just I'll pull pull the plug on it. <laughs> I have no that's trouble to quit- yeah, I have no trouble quitting things at all. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I
1: mean that's a, p- a promise Alex and I made to each other of like, you know.
0: Yeah, if it gets to be a slog, you know. Yeah.
1: Our our lives always come first, so.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, cool. Well, thank you. Uh I I kept you past 8, I'm sorry. That's uh,
1: okay. I'm I'm happy that I got to talk to you.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for doing this. And I'll let you know when it's posted, because I totally will have to depend on the guests who are, you know, more involved in social media, or, <laughs> or have fans or whatever to spread the word, you know, but uh, Yeah, absolutely. It will go up uh, in uh, late, I think, I think, June 29th, but I'll have to double check. Awesome. Thank you you for
1: having me and asking me to be a part of this.
0: Oh, absolutely. You were, yeah, you were the, one of the people I thought of instantly. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, Lindsay. All
1: right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.